Welcome back to Peace of Mind. My name is Jess and I am your host here to give you a piece of my mind every episode on deep and meaningful topics to me. I hope you can relate and without further ado, let's get into it. So hello and welcome to episode two. If you are back for more from episode one, that is super cool, and if you're not, then, and you're just listening for the first time, that's cool too. Um, So yeah, I just want to quickly start by shouting myself out really quick, because that whole intro that just happened just now, like, I'm so proud of that, because I just put that whole thing together, and now I'm going to use that as like a constant intro, so I'm just really excited. And this whole podcasting and editing and using GarageBand thing is really new to me. So I'm just finding it really fun to like learn a new skill. So I'm getting so excited over the smallest things, but it's really like refreshing. Kind of just wanted to share that. Another thing that I'm really realizing as I'm doing this podcast is that I'm a perfectionist and I already knew that, but it's really coming out in this podcast because I'm so meticulous about every little thing and like don't like the way that I said something and then I delete it and then I record it five more times and then it's just not authentic so my goal on here is to just plow through and just be authentic because that's going to be the most impactful and stop being so hard on myself and thinking that something doesn't sound good because obviously the sound of my own voice is cringy as fuck so yeah and onward from that Um, anyways, so I'm going to start getting into the topic for today's episode, which I'm so excited about because I have had thoughts on this for so long, and it is the dichotomy of an athlete mindset. What does this mean? Um, so basically where this is coming from in my life is that I have realized that I have qualities as an athlete that are pretty consistent throughout most athletes that are that have done me so well and gotten me to where I am and have made me so successful and commit me to my sport and made me this high functioning high quality person I believe but they also have downsides it also has made me so committed to my sport that it's been detrimental to my mental health it has made me a complete perfectionist and set the expectation in my athletic life as well as my normal life way too high for myself at times where it puts so much pressure on me that I just I I just like lose myself like I I'm putting so much expectation on myself to accomplish so much and do well in every aspect of my life that it all just becomes too much to handle And yes, some of these characteristics have been the reason that I have had success in my life, both as an athlete and as a student, just having the self-motivation and being super committed and dedicated to what I do. I'm very proud of those things, but at the same time, I think that those characteristics are so, so glorified as an athlete. It's like, you are the most dedicated person, you are the most committed person, you have the most um, work ethic, 
And you are expected to be those things all the time. And I think I've realized that I expect myself to be those things all the time. And when I do that to myself, it's actually harmful. And like I'm not functioning at an optimal level in any aspect of my life, school, uh, athlete, person. I'm just not my best self when I put this kind of pressure on myself to meet this expectation. And I think it's important to recognize that these glorified characteristics, if they are causing you harm and they are not leading you towards success, you need to reevaluate. And I have had to learn that through many, many trial and errors through this process of actually listening to the voice in my head and the cues from my body that I'm not living a healthy lifestyle for me. And it's really hard to know what to do in this situation because you you want to stay the course. You want to stick to who you think you need to be in order to be the best in every aspect of your life. But in doing so, you are causing harm to yourself, which is then not making you the best in every aspect of your life. So when you take away the expectation of those things, when you feel that you need it, when you can evaluate and know that I am not thriving right now, I am, you know, this is pushing me over the edge. You can reevaluate and realize that constantly showing up, constantly being on at all times is not healthy for you. And you're not going to be performing your best when you're in this state because it just puts too much pressure on you. Okay, so I kind of just went on a little rant right there, but it was on topic. So I just want to lay out how the rest of this episode is going to go. First, I'm going to explain just from completely my own thoughts, um, but I'm just really fascinated with how an athlete thinks and lives their life. I just, I love it. Um, So I'm kind of going to just talk about where the athlete of a mindset originates. Um, And second, I'm going to talk about the benefits of the mindset of an athlete and kind of what that looks like. And then third, I'm going to talk about the negative sides of an athlete mindset and how you can realize that it could be detrimental to you at times while also recognizing that it can bring you success. I think it's so important to realize that it is a duality. It is a dichotomy. They, they, they go together. They can bring you good and they can also bring you harm. And it's so important to know where your line is, where you need to draw the line and take care of yourself. So the mindset of an athlete, in my opinion, totally my opinion, but they comes from three places. It can be innate, like you are just born with this workout, that you are born to compete. There are some people who we know that are just like this. I don't know if I was born like this. Like, I don't think I, I think I learned it more from my environment. Um, I'm definitely competitive and I love being competitive, but I'm honestly more competitive with myself than I am with other people at times. Um, I played soccer which kind of made me a team player and pretty competitive. But as my passion kind of shifted to running, I feel like 
my competitiveness just became more individual and I honestly cared more about my competition with myself than I really did about those around me. Um, so yeah, so I think it can be innate. I think you are just born with the desire to compete and the work ethic to, to get there. Um, the second thing, I think it can be learned in a good way versus learned in a bad way, which I'll talk about in a second. But I think it can be learned from parents, coaches, siblings, or being inspired from a young age um, from a professional athlete or someone that you look up to to accomplish a dream. So I think that this was kind of the way at first that I learned the mindset of an athlete. I was super inspired by those around me and was like, I want to be that way. I want to I want to work for something super hard. I want to dedicate myself to a craft. Like, I want to put my all into something and reach my potential. I was so fascinated with that idea um, and that I could do it through running. And that kind of helped me develop the motivation and the dedication to the sport. But the second way, or sorry, the third way that I think it can be learned is in a bad way which is when we're taught that we have to be this way. So as I became more dedicated to track, this is kind of the learned mindset that I developed in a bad way because I started feeling like I had to do things to be a certain way. I had to do things to be good. I had to start restricting my food. I had to, you know do bands this many times a week I had to swim once a week my voice in my head became I had to I had to it wasn't it it was excitement but slowly it started to become I have to do this and I think that is when you learn this mindset in a bad way because you you're still being influenced by your environment and you're just unfortunately influenced by the wrong people or the wrong thing and for me this kind of looked like um this really manifested for me with my eating and diet um I would say and I will do a whole episode on this but I would say I definitely had diagnosed orthorexia and disordered eating I was severely restrictive um with my desserts and sweets and all I wanted everything that went into my body to be extremely healthy I also was pretty obsessed with knowing everything that went into my body and was pretty uncomfortable when I was out of control of that so this is kind of how it manifested for me but it really truly developed into an eating disorder because I was taught that I had to eat extremely healthy in order to be a good runner and not only that, but I had to be thin and lean. And I tried very, very hard to make that happen for myself. And it became controlling my body and not letting it develop the way it needed to develop because I wanted it to look a certain way. I wanted to create my body to be optimally good at running. But that's so unrealistic. So yeah, that's how I think that this mindset can manifest in a negative way. 
when we're taught by the wrong influences. And honestly, I think it can be a mix of all three of these things. And I think everyone would agree with that. It can totally be a mix of you're born with it and you also learn it. So now I'm going to talk about the benefits of the mindset of an athlete. So I'm going to dive into this, but I'm going to focus most of this on kind of the negative, more downside parts of this mindset that can potentially be detrimental to our mental health and well-being, mostly because this is more of a point to learn and um, it kind of needs to be talked about more, I think, is recognizing when you need to take a step back. So I really want to focus more on that because I just think that it's really already glorified um, what the good parts of being an athlete are and having that mindset. But what's really not talked about is how these characteristics can also be harmful to you. And I think that it's a huge point of growth to be able to recognize that. So for the benefits, I just want to say, I don't want to sound pessimistic talking about kind of all these downsides, so I want to point out that I am very, very proud of being an athlete, and I definitely pride myself on um, just like the commitment and the dedication and the discipline that it takes to work for something at this level. I definitely think that it makes me feel special, which is cool. Um, just because I really don't think that this is something that everybody could do, which sounds bad, but it really is a choice. Um, anyone could do it, but it's the choice is hard. Like to commit to doing something every single day of your life and dedicating yourself to training and this craft and competition level, like it's a really hard thing to do and not a lot of people want to choose to do it because it's hard so um I definitely feel very like very proud of myself for that like it's an accomplishment um so and I think every athlete should um and another thing is it also has really you have really good qualities for a job and I'm just kind of learning this now because I'm going into this process really soon of applying for jobs and so many people have pointed out to me that like it is so important to mention that you're an athlete because it just you don't even need to explain it it just it just tells the employer that you're disciplined you're good at managing time you can be a leader you're an ex you have an extreme work ethic um you work super well with people like it it just demonstrates so many good qualities. So I think that it's something to be super proud of. It also connects you with other people who you know work and think at the same level. I literally have met my soulmates <laughs> through running, like legitimately. They are just the people that I connect with on just another fucking level. Like it's just crazy because we think along the same lines about everything the way we think about running it also translate to translates to the way that we think about life and it's just so cool I think you you meet really unique people who think very similarly to you um you also get to overcome challenges and I say that using the word get to because you face such unique challenges being an athlete like you just can't replicate these challenges anywhere else because you are so passionate to 
towards something and you're dedicating so much of your time and energy in and out of practice towards this thing and it just makes so many of the challenges you face such as injuries and setbacks so unique um and you just really I feel like you just can't replicate that level of um I I can't even explain it it's just injury has just touched me so like it's just such a personal thing for me because I've gone through three stress fractures and so many other things that it's just the challenge of going through injury when you are so passionate about a sport it's just it's like incomparable and I it just makes you find who you are like it's so valuable um it just makes you reevaluate everything and I think it's so important and I honestly as much as it ruined my running career in one sense I wouldn't trade the value of those experiences because they helped me figure out who I was honestly like as cheesy as that sounds like it was an avenue for me to literally be like who am I and then in addition to injury I mean there's just challenge in the competition of a sport like the team the competition within the team the competition within yourself and then the competition outside of the team there's three levels of competition there um and it can be hard to just juggle all of that and manage that and then lastly what I have found to be probably the most challenging part just because I still have yet to figure out how to manage this part of my life as an athlete is the schedule it is just undoubtedly so hard to manage the schedule of being an athlete and a student in college I fully 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 believe that it's one of the hardest things that I've had to do is just juggling this schedule and on and it's more like taking care of myself through it um but what I've been trying to see now as I'm almost towards the end of it is that learning to manage this schedule now is going to pay off because I am I feel like I can handle anything like honestly I feel like no I feel like my schedule won't ever be like this again I feel like the demands won't be this high physically and mentally day in and day out I just can't foresee my life being like that at any other point so I really just feel like I I'm trying to believe that I am equipped to go into the world and know like just how to handle shit like I can push through so much and also know kind of what my boundaries are like I've really learned what my limits are um so it's just helped me become more aware it's helped me learn more about myself and it's helped me have confidence that in the future I can handle shit because I have a fucking really hard schedule and hard life to balance now so I am just hoping that it pays off and another thing we're almost done with this list of benefits but is an av- it's an avenue to reach your potential every day. Um, this mindset allows us to just be so dedicated to a craft that so intentionally is meant to reach your potential. This is kind of specific to running um, because you're really, really trying to reach like a personal potential. Every race is maximum effort. Like it is everything that you have. 
And so I just think that that is so cool. Like there's not much you can do that's like you are tangibly reaching your potential. Like you know that you are capped out completely of every physical and mental effort. I just think that that is like so cool. And it's something super cool that this mindset allows us to do because we're just like, we are that kind of people. We are, um, we are made to do this. Like we, it's ingrained in us. Um, and I think that that's really cool. And we're also self-motivated people. We learn to be driven by a goal, um, which also kind of has a downside, which I'm going to talk about because you don't want to be too results driven, but I think it's really cool to be self-motivated. And I see this in turn in a lot of aspects of my life like I I think I'm was taught to be self-driven as an athlete because like I want to put the work in to get a result and that's kind of it's kind of taught me that when you put hard work in you get a good result um not all the time because things also haven't worked out for me despite all my hard work but like that's just kind of unlucky like all other outside life circumstances but um, I think that it's, I've seen it bleed into the rest of my life. Like during COVID, I loved online school. Being motivated for me was not an issue. I am just self-motivated. Um, and I kind of think that that comes from being an athlete. Um, and just to end off this, it has gotten you to where you are which I said earlier, this mindset is what makes you successful. It's what separates you from other people. Um, it's what's gotten you to a high level. So it does do good. And I completely recognize that. And yeah, so that's pretty much all I had for the benefits. But now I kind of want to look at the other side, kind of more the negative type approach but I don't really want to even call it negative because that just sounds pessimistic to me because really the points that I'm going to make for the rest of this episode have been huge points of growth for me so I honestly don't view it as negative I view it as a point of growth and realizing the things that don't serve me anymore so I'm really excited to talk about these things so first is that I just want to point out that as an athlete, we are trained constantly to be focusing on improving ourselves and fixing our mistakes, being meticulous about working on every little aspect that it takes to be better. We never falter from our specific training regimen. We show up every day despite what's going on in our lives. And I've just realized that those things are so characteristic of an athlete And I kind of hold myself to the standards of those things all the time. But I kind of realize that at a certain point, like, when is it hurting you? And when does it feel like too much? And when is it so ingrained in us that we have to keep going and have to keep doing all these things and not realizing that it's not right for us or it's hurting us or it's crossing our boundary so I think becoming aware of these things has helped me to set boundaries for myself and realize that I don't have to hold myself to these standards all the time in order to be good at my sport because if I'm holding myself to a standard that it takes a 
mental toll on me to get there, then I'm ultimately not going to show up and perform to what my potential could be. And this has taught me to really, really create boundaries for myself in order for me to be showing up as the best possible version of myself. And that doesn't always mean sticking to the kind of regimented life that we live and like the things that you think that you have to be doing all the time. And yes, consistency is important, but I am not going to show up and perform my best if if I am so incredibly drained and burnt out and I'm not listening to myself. So drawing a boundary has helped me realize that I can actually reach a greater potential when I listen to myself and the cues that I'm getting about being burnt out or just needing a break kind of. And even if it's just like a really, really small change, in my routine like sometimes that's all I need to be re-energized and I don't know I just think the problem here is that we are constantly expected to be holding ourselves and holding each other to these standards and these expectations that we we never stop and it's kind of glorified in a way um but it just makes me question like what if the athlete is hurting And I mean, this is pretty dark and intense, but it is the harsh reality. But I mean, there are athletes who it gets so bad that they end their life. And we saw that happen with so many athletes last year. And I mean, that was a really hard time for every athlete because we are all just so connected to that feeling of feeling run down and tired and kind of pushed over our edge and I just could so deeply relate to people who just feel like they're out of control of their life and it honestly was scary it wasn't to a point where I like thought that that would be me but it just was like wow I can like seriously understand where these people could have been coming from and that was just the empathy was so strong that it was just honestly scary so I know that was pretty dark but I think to kind of conclude this thought is just that like I often think that when I'm not meeting these standards I'm lazy or not good enough or I'm not doing everything that I possibly can to be the best that I can be And I think that's kind of how we're programmed as athletes is to always expect ourselves to be on our A-game and being the best that we can be. But what becoming aware of this has helped me realize is that I'm human and I'm not this robot that can constantly do everything perfect all the time. So this kind of leads me into my next thought is that the athlete can be quite the perfectionist and um, I think that this can be both good and bad but I know that I have become aware that when it's hurting me and when my perfectionism is just completely crossing a line um, and also kind of how my tendencies of doing of being this way as an athlete kind of trying to perfect everything 
also bleeds into my personal life. And that goes along with what I also just talked about as well, is those expectations being so high. I've kind of realized that I hold myself to those kind of expectations and standards in my personal life too. And as much as I'm programmed to set goals and be a high achiever and kind of do everything that it takes to be successful, I don't always want to live with this pressure on myself to be living my life at that standard all the time. Because like I said before, that's just not human. And I don't constantly want to be focused on what's next, like what what should I and what do I need to be doing right now? Not just in my sport, but in my personal life too. Like what do I need to work on? What do I have to get better at? What do I have to do to be 100% prepared for this test? And those just aren't realistic expectations. And I think those expectations along with perfectionism are kind of characteristics that have been ingrained in me through my sport and wanting to kind of be the best that I can be. And I see those bleed into my personal life and it can really have detrimental effects on the way that I live my life and the stress that I create for myself. I think that what I often tend to do is I imagine the most ideal situation for myself. I imagine my best self and the things that I accomplish and I just want that so bad and I plan out in my head kind of how I'm going to get there and the reality is that that doesn't always come to fruition because you're not always going to be the most successful best version of yourself like that just doesn't happen in every situation so it can be good to be competitive and set goals and have visions and um really like hold yourself to a high standard i guess that's better than a low standard but other times it leaves me frustrated with myself because i didn't feel like I accomplished enough or I feel like I didn't do good enough and that's not a good way to feel you don't always want to feel like you didn't do good enough you want to just be happy with the effort or the intention that you put into what you're doing so this has led me to really have to reframe what my means of success are and how I define my own success and I think some things that I did during this cross-country season were so helpful in my performance as a runner and also in my personal life because I just completely focused on my journey and I set intentions for my workouts that led me to be successful no matter what. Um, Obviously, I could take some things away that I could learn from and improve on next time, but I kind of started gaining all this positive momentum because I was reframing my success and I was walking away from workouts that normally I would have been so hard on myself and not considered a success, but I was walking away from workouts feeling like so proud of myself because I accomplished my intention for the day that didn't have to do with some standard or some perfectionist tendency of mine that needed to reach some certain time. It's just, I don't know. That's just one specific example, but I it carried over into my personal life because my energy was different. I was just happier doing what I do because I 
wasn't putting so much pressure on myself. So kind of the last thing that I want to touch on in this episode, and this is so characteristic of an athlete and kind of the way that we think because it's just hard not to be, but we are often too results-oriented. And I mentioned earlier how being driven by a goal can also be a good part of the mindset of an athlete, but sometimes it can become too much so directed at a result and you're solely driven by the outcome, which I don't think that this is healthy because ultimately chasing a result is going to be an endless pursuit of dissatisfaction because we're always going to want more. And like I said before, as an athlete, we're so critical and meticulous about being the best we can possibly be, which kind of leaves us never feeling good enough because we're we're so programmed to think that way so that whenever we do accomplish a an outcome or result that we wanted, it kind of still doesn't feel good enough. So it's really just this endless pursuit trying to chase a result. And I've seen this again, kind of bleed over into my personal life where I am so focused on my grades, even though kind of my values and morals don't align with that. Like I want to always be putting in the effort and the intention to get good grades, but I don't want to be tied to that result and I don't want to be tied to that number. And I think that this kind of correlates with the athlete's tendency to have a really, really high um, identity and self-worth in their sport and this is kind of what I see reflected with me and my grades and kind of the way that I'm tied to my sport is that these results and these numbers define us and I think it is easy to get sucked into thinking that way when this is the way that we are programmed to live our life But I just really strive to base my success off of what I value. And I value that my self-worth and identity and how I view myself does not change based on an outcome. That is what I believe in. And that is kind of the vision that I have for myself. That's like how I want to live my life. So kind of whenever I catch myself judging myself based on a result I just try to shift that focus to my inner belief in myself and that doesn't change based on what I do and what the outcome is like I believe no matter what I do in a race or a workout that I am a great runner and that I have all the tools to show up and do really well and I just keep believing in myself and not basing it off of a result I kind of base it off of a feeling and when I accomplish that feeling that I set the intention to feel for a workout or a race then that I've tried to make that my definition of success and kind of in school um, I've just been looking towards the future more and believing in myself that I am going to show up to my job and be really good at it. And I fully believe that because my inner belief is not judged or based on my results in school. 
And this is still really hard for me because nursing school can be tough and I sometimes don't like the grades that I get. But I try to revert back to my belief that I know that one day I'm going to be a good nurse because I know that I have what it takes and it really doesn't matter how I'm performing in school. So yeah, this is kind of all the thoughts that I had on this subject. I feel like there's more... I mean, I feel like this just conversation could go on forever, but there's definitely more points that I'm going to think of as soon as I finish this episode, but I'm kind of going to wrap up now and leave it at that, but I would love to hear people's thoughts on this just because this is a really thought-provoking subject for me, and it kind of really guides a lot of the growth that I've had over the past year is just recognizing what qualities that I have that serve me well and how they also at the same time can not serve me well and I'm trying to recognize when that's having an impact on my life and kind of what little changes I can make so I really hope that this resonated with somebody thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to see you next time on peace of mind bye